What's going on, everyone? Scriptwriter Steve right here. You've reached my podcast, Barbecue 2 Movies. Today is Thursday, April 1st, 2021. It is April Fool's Day, but I'm not going to be doing any fooling. I think we've had enough fooling for 2020, right? So today's podcast, I'm going to have to kind of reverse it here. I missed Wedding Wednesdays. I am sorry to all of my brides and grooms who like to tune in for Wedding Wednesdays. I know that's one of my most popular podcast days. I am very sorry. I was out watching Godzilla vs. King Kong, or is it King Kong vs. Godzilla, or Kong vs. Godzilla? I have no idea what it is. It's a really good movie. I happened to watch it on uh, HBO Max. It's really good. I loved it. So, um, But when I came home, I was too tired and too lazy to actually podcast. I was in the mood to talk about that movie, so that's what I did. (laughs) So I really apologize about that. But today, I have some good news for all of you brides out there across the entire world, all all of you brides and grooms. Yeah, we can do 100 people at a wedding now. So before, we were limited to 10, and you know for a fact that I was giving... I was giving the state, I was giving the city and county, I was giving the Department of Health grief because we could have 25 people at a funeral and then 10 people at a wedding, right? It didn't make any sense. So if the bride and groom were dead, they could have more friends at their funeral than their wedding. It made absolutely no sense. And you know what the funny thing about it is, is that the people there at the Department of Health tried to defend that decision by saying they're following the science. And when I challenged them on that, they said, it's just that simple. You have to follow the science. Well, now we're, <laughs> we have a hundred people who are allowed at a wedding now. So I wonder what science now they're actually trying to follow now. So um, I feel like giving the Department of Health a call and just asking that woman what science we're following now, right? (laughs) Okay, so, uh, you know, I'm going to get into that after I get back to the from the commercial break. Um, I have this uh, list of things that you can and cannot do uh, regarding your wedding in Hawaii. For the most part, it's, um, I would say most of it's all BS because all of the rules and regulations here revolving around COVID is BS. You know, again, you know, from my opinion, again, you can, you have a different opinion than, than me, right? But there, a lot of politicians are just overreacting and using COVID as a way to control your rights. And let's, you know, I'll make this very clear. And I think a lot of constitutional lawyers also agree with me. Just because we're in the middle of a pandemic, it doesn't mean your constitutional rights go away, right? And you cannot take away your constitutional rights under the guise of an emergency order. You just can't. So again, ordering people to say, hey, you have to wear a certain type of clothing because we are under an emergency rule. You can't do that. I mean, here in Hawaii, even when we have hurricanes, we really cannot order people out of the beach. We can warn them, but they, and we can put a yellow tape around there, but the public still has the right to go into the beach, to go there. The stupid people can go straight there, welcome the hurricane, and they have. And the best that the police can do is just warn them, and that's about it. You know, that's basically about it. Even when we have 
you know, really strong tides and everything there, we can just put warning signs in there and we can try to rescue them. But hey, you still have the right to be stupid and to go out there and die. Okay, you have the right to be an idiot here in America. And again, when people are stupid, you do endanger other people. That is definitely, uh, uh, I guess, uh, a, a, a solid opinion, all right? I mean, it's actually true. It's not, it's not just an opinion. When you're stupid, you danger the people around you sometimes, right? But it's still yet, it is your right to be stupid in America. That's, that is. So if you, if you feel like, hey, this person is being stupid and everything like that, it's just all right. Okay. So anyway, I'm going off on a tangent here and just, I really apologize for that, but that's what I do. You know, maybe it's ADD. I have no idea what it is, but, uh, I'm going to cut the commercial. And when I get back, I'm going to get into all the nitty gritty rules here that they applied onto this 100 person, I guess, modification to tier number three. All right. So, and it's pretty long. So, uh, I'm hoping I can get through all of it. Well, I will get through all of it by the end of the podcast. I have no limit. I keep thinking I have a limit on here, but I don't. So, so join me on the other side of this commercial break. And when we get back from paying the bills, we'll get straight into this. What is going on, everyone? This is your favorite complainer-in-chief, scriptwriter Steve, with a shameless plug for Dream Weddings Hawaii, a company that I just happen to own. Now, we specialize in romantic, intimate beach weddings, but plan weddings of all sizes and shapes. Gala weddings, elopings, surprise vow renewal, no problemo. So, if you are looking to tie the knot here in Hawaii, you better get in touch with me. Now, Dream Weddings Hawaii delivers quality that is extremely affordable, but don't just take my word for it. Visit our website at dreamweddingshawaii.com and find out for yourself. That's dreamweddings with an S. That's weddings with an S, hawaii.com. So look at our awesome photos, check out our awesome, beautiful, touching ceremony videos, then take a look at our cheap prices, which I promise you won't faint at. Now, don't forget to read our five-star reviews. Now, by the way, we also take professional family photos. So visit our site at dreamweddingshawaii.com or just buzz me at 808-479-0685. That's 808-479-0685. All right, everyone. Hope you're back from that commercial break. We're going to get straight into this 100 person modification to tier 3 I have no idea what this official name of this modification is I don't think they actually gave it an official modification and by the way I really want to thank this mayor because this mayor uh, Rick Blangerini has actually been living up to his promise so I'm really proud of him uh, you know I really didn't care for him in the beginning but I did vote for him He's, he wasn't the perfect candidate but he gave this interview I think it was a couple days ago to the news, um, I guess to the news organizations here. And they asked him because uh, we have been, we have like a, we have had a, a pretty large uptick in COVID cases just recently because we have relaxed a lot of the COVID rules. Okay. So we, we're not actually locked down as much as we were before. And again, people are getting infected and there's quite a bit of infections, to be honest with you. It's not into the thousand range, but we have had 100 people or 120 people. And this was, this is really up because we were down to around, I think at one time, uh, we were reaching almost single digits every now and then. And we were down to double digits. We were down in the low double digits. I'd say about 12, 23. And all of a sudden, we're back up to 100. 
And why are we back up to 100? Well, it's because of, you know, the kids are out there and they're partying out there and they're, and they're actually having fun. And, uh, the majority, the vast majority, we're talking the major, 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 major amount of majority of the people out there who are getting infected, if not all, are young kids. They're all the college kids out there. They're 20, 24, somewhere in their 40s. And here's the thing. None of them are getting hospitalized, and most of them are asymptomatic. And the good news is that most of our seniors here in Hawaii have already been vaccinated. So the people who are at the most, at the highest risk, are vaccinated and safe. And it does look as though uh, this uh, vaccine does work. Now, you have heard about people across the nation who are actually getting, I guess, the vaccine and getting infected. Get, well, not really getting infected, getting a positive case, right? They're actually getting a positive test back. And of course, you know, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. This, the, the COVID vaccine will not stop you from being negative, all right. Just for example, a, a table, a table can test positive for COVID. Just because you've taken the vaccine, it doesn't mean your nose, the virus, if it's inside your nose, like the table, it can test positive for a vaccine. Now, the question or not is whether or not those, I guess, your, that, that virus that's in your nose is going to be infecting you or making you sick. So if you have the, your antibodies that are in you, which most likely you do if you got double vaccinated or vaccinated once. If you have an antibody that, that attaches itself to that COVID, SARS-CoV-2 virus, right? And you're not sick, that means the vaccine is working. So again, you can actually test positive, but still have be completely, completely asymptomatic and not being able to spread COVID at all to your friends, family, or neighbors or anyone. All right. So when you hear about this, this positive cases and these people who are vaccinated and still being positive, still testing positive, don't freak out. All right. Stay very, very positive on there. We are at the end of this. Okay. And when you look at the COVID charts, Look at the death rate. Don't look at the positive rate. You're never going to wipe out COVID 100%. It's like the flu or anything else. There's always going to be cases all around, all right? But can we control the death rate? That's the major thing. Can we treat it properly? Yes, we can. So AIDS, AIDS, right? We can actually treat AIDS really well. And AIDS is no longer a death sentence for people who actually contract it. In fact, with a lot of different, you know, a lot of different treatments and advances in treatments, people with full-blown AIDS like Charlie Sheen can actually have unprotected sex. So that's how far the treatments have actually gone with AIDS. All right. So I have a friend who has full-blown AIDS and he's, he's definitely healthy. Now, again, you know, I, I'm just saying this all to you so you can stay positive and not freak out. So here's what our, our mayor said, you know, just recently when he was asked, you know, with this drastic rate rise in infections, would you consider locking down or actually going back to tier two? And he basically said, I'm going to paraphrase here, hell no, absolutely not. And he said the infection rates would have to be out of this world for him to actually, you know, to, to lock down everything. And then he reminded everyone was that the lockdowns were to flatten the curve because you remember that, right? It was to flatten the curve to make sure hospitals would not get overrun. Well, the hospitals are far from being overrun. He said they're basically empty. They're very, very empty. And all of the elderly, the people who are at most the highest risk, and again, here in Hawaii, the people at the most risk for us here in Hawaii and throughout the entire nation, by the way, are people who are 80 years and older. 
Now, all of those people are vaccinated. So now we're working on 60 years and older. And all of those, and a majority of those people have gotten their first dose. So again, it's all the young people like me who have not gotten their dose yet. But again, if I get the, if I get infected, you know, I will most likely, it will be okay. I have friends my age who have gotten infected. And again, there are treatments out there. And there are, I guess, prophylaxis, um, I guess, treatments out there as well. Like for me, I'm on, I'm on quercetin and zinc, a natural thing that you can buy out there, which a lot of doctors, frontline doctors have said is very, very effective working as a prophylaxis against SARS-CoV-2. All right. So if you're not on it, I recommend getting it. All right. Even if you're on the vaccine, if, if you, even if you be, have been double vaxxed, you know, that's, that's both Pfizer and Moderna, you require two, right? I call it double vax. I, I say you should still take quercetin and zinc because it helps you stay very, very healthy. And it actually, actually gives you a double layer of protection from COVID. All right. So anyway, I know I'm kind of going off again on a tangent here, but again, this is just what I'm telling you about. To make sure your view, your aspect, your point of view stays positive with, with COVID and regarding your wedding. Things are getting better. We are seeing the end to COVID. So if you're planning your wedding, keep on planning. You can have a hundred guests at your wedding and that covers most weddings, all right? That covers most weddings. So if you plan on having a wedding down here in Hawaii, go for it, plan for it, give it the green light, do it, do it, do it, do it. Now we're going to have some different like, um, stipulations. And this is like, uh, I don't say stipulations, but regulations, which I think they're all stupid. Okay. I personally think they're all stupid, but hey, you know, rules are rules. And I guess we have to follow the rules, right? Okay. So let's get into this rules that we have. Now, this is something that which I found. Hold on. I'm going to turn off my turn off the sound on my cell phone. I'm recording on my cell phone now. Hold on real quick, people. I'm sure you heard that. I get I get tons of emails per day. I get from all you brides out there. Like, you know, you have, you have tons of questions for me all the time. And I try to get through them all. And that's why I'm up. That's why I'm up late a lot. So anyway. Okay. So we're right now here in Oahu. We're, we're in tier three. So there's, there's only four tiers and none of them are 100% back to normal. Okay. So under even tier four, if we were, if we reached tier four, nothing would be back to normal, unfortunately. But here's what happened. Um, under tier three, a lot of people, a lot of vendors, they started com- to complain, to protest at the Capitol. And, uh, you know, <laughs> the DOH was getting a lot of pressure and they just couldn't, they could not, they had their, I guess their backs up against the wall. And even the mayor came out and said that, you know, this is just stupid. And he went down to the DOH to try to change the rules and they, they didn't. Then he went to the actual governor. He begged him, or I'm not sure what he did. And he, they actually decided on something positive, And that's why we got the change in rules. All right. So here's, here we, I'm just going to read from it. Wedding event operators. This section applies to weddings under the supervision of professional event planners, venues, or catering and convention service managers, aka weddings. So weddings may take place under the following conditions. Okay, so they start labeling, labeling it by letters. So A, outdoor venues only. Um, e.g. permitted venue areas, private venue areas, hotels, beaches, and slash or churches. The property utilized must follow all permit, permitting slash zoning regulations for such events and must obtain or have proper authorization before conducting such event. Okay, fine. That's easy to do, right? Um, B, 
maximum 100 persons, including staff. So that means, again, your photographers, caterers, and everyone, that they are included with that 100 people, all right? C, at least one employee slash owner of the professional event planning company, venue, catering, and or convention service manager must be present at the wedding and ensure it is adequately staffed and compliant with this section. Okay, fine. So basically your wedding company or whoever, your catering company, someone has to be in charge. Just one person, just one, 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 one person. Okay. It can't be a friend. It can't be a bride or groom. It has to be actual, a professional person. All right. So that's pretty easy. Um, Usage of face coverings are required as detail in order five of the order. Permitted, so that means, per, the order five means you, you must wear a mask of some sort, a bandana, surgical mask, or anything. Uh, if you cannot social distance yourself six feet or more, or six feet or less from someone. Okay, so... I'm not sure like how you would police that, but that's what the order is, okay? So permitted exceptions are as follows. I, um, oh, it's not I, it's number one. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it says I, period, but I think they mean number one. Number one, procession and recessions, uh, family, bridal party, bride and groom. So again, your procession and recession for your, for your wedding ceremony, they don't need to wear masks. That's great. The officiate. Provided there is at least a six-foot distance maintained at all times between the officiate and bride and groom and between the officiate and any of the guests or staff. So again, this, this, is, this is getting a really dumb rule here. So the officiant can wear, doesn't have to wear a mask, but he has to be six feet away from the bride and groom and the bride and groom have to be six feet away from each other. Um, <laughs> oh boy, okay. That's a rule I really, don't, I really don't agree with, but that rule has been there forever. And uh, okay, so no comment. No comment, but that's what they're saying here. Uh, during photos, our bride and groom, bridal party, and families, they don't have to wear masks. Okay. Customary dances between bride and groom and parent and child, they don't have to wear masks. Hmm, that sounds pretty good, right? Oh, they, didn't, they didn't say anything about staying six feet away from each other while dancing. That's good. All right. E, table seating required as follows. Maximum of, of, maximum of 10 persons per table. Okay, number two. It is recommended that each table be reserved for members of the same household living unit. Okay, so it says it's recommended. It doesn't mean it's required. Okay, so they're just recommending. That means there's nothing. Nothing is required there. Dining tables can be preset with tableware, dinner, and salad plates, cutlery, and glassware, so long as dining area is roped off prior to guest seating, linens, chargers, stationary goods, flowers, and miscellaneous decor can be preset. So basically, all this dining areas, they have to be roped off. Food and beverage service must comply with requirements for restaurant and bars. So I'm thinking that what I think that says is that this, this um, dining area, the same rules apply if you were in a dining restaurant area. So that means that if when you're seated, you don't have to wear a mask. And if you're out and about, you know, talking with people, that means you basically have to wear a mask. Um, musicians, entertainment operators, and guests must comply with requirements in order eight of the order. Okay, so order eight of the order, I have no idea what that is. Um, dancing is allowed, provide dancers wear approved face coverings. <laughs> okay, so now they're saying that if, you're, if you want to dance, you have to wear face coverings. Okay, two dancers are permitted per every 36 square feet. <laughs> really? Two dancers permitted every 36 square feet or six by six feet. So you have to keep a six by six area, I guess, around you. 
while you're dancing, two people. So no three people. God forbid three people are dancing together. You can only have two people. All you, all you women there who love to dance in your little circles and all that, you can't do that, I guess. Only two dancers. Up to 32 dancers will be allowed as follows. Um, eight dancers for a 12 by 12 dance floor. 12 dancers for a 12 by 18 dance floor. 18 dancers for an 18 by 18 dance floor. 32 dancers for a 24 by 24 dance floor. Okay, <laughs> okay, getting kind of getting kind of getting kind of irritating here. Okay, safety protocols are required as follows: no exceptions. Staff and guests, including bridal party, bride and groom, will require a temperature check upon arrival. Any person with a temperature over one hundred and four will not be allowed to remain. Um, sign-in data must be collected for all guests. So here in Hawaii, if you want to dine into a restaurant, you have to sign in. So I guess that. If you want to do a big wedding here with 100 guests, you have to do, have to do a sign-in table, um, which is okay, fine. We can, you know, I can, I think the guests kind of sign in anyway already for weddings, right? We don't. You know, I mean, it's, it's called the, the, the sign-in book, so I guess we can use that, right? I think that makes sense, right? Um, the staff and guests, including bridal party and bride and groom, will require temperature checks. So that's kind of all the same, too. So you're, you're not going to have to, like, you know, temperature check everyone. Now, here's the funny thing. 104. You know when you're outside... Um, things get really hot, even the temperature, you know, they have that gun that they actually point at you. And if you just point it at your, if you're outside, out in the sun, you're going to test over 104 sometimes. I'm just telling you that. Um, if you're in the shade, you know, it's fine. But if you're out there in the sun, you will be over 104. Um, that, it doesn't mean your internal temperature is 104. It just means you're outside because that, and that's what it measures. Now, um, I'm not sure how strict they'll be on that, but I have a feeling that, you know, for the most part, people are just going to ignore that part. So now here's the thing. Here's what they want you to follow uh, and what your venue will enforce. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to have people, I guess, you know, people out there who are enforcing it, you know, looking there, being being like masked, not, masked Nazis or just wedding Nazis in this way, what I call them, saying, hey, wait a minute, you have, you have 32 dancers on a 12 by 12 dance floor. You're only supposed to have eight. I'm not sure how they're going to enforce that. Myself, you know, am I there to enforce it? No, actually I'm not. I'm there to actually coordinate your wedding. It is not my, you know, it is not my responsibility to enforce any of these rules, okay? My only responsibility is to make sure, I guess we do temperature checks. You know, again, I'm talking as the the coordinator, right? I'm not going to tell you if people are not going to wear their mask, I'm not going to tell you to wear your mask. That's not my responsibility. Now, if you folks want to, you know, cor- you know, again, follow all the rules, follow all the rules. Um, again, not my thing. Okay, if nobody wants to follow the rules, then nobody follows the rules. That's all what it is. Now, do I agree with any of these? I actually don't. I actually don't because I, f- I find it kind of strange because I think everyone here, majority for you, for if you're going to fly down to Hawaii, you have to be tested for COVID, right? And most of you who are planning to do one, you know, weddings, you're not going to have 100 people and all that. But still yet... Again, you'll be tested for COVID. You'll be free of COVID more than likely. And again, if you have COVID, yeah, it may be a super spreader event. But then I think majority of the people there are going to be vaccinated by the time we start doing these weddings. You know, I'll probably be vaccinated. My minister will probably be all vaccinated. And again, the vulnerable will be vaccinated. And I do, and I do recommend here, if you do plan on doing a big wedding, that the elderly people who are coming down here make sure they are vaccinated. All right. You know, and again, if you are, if you feel paranoid about it, 
try to get vaccinated, all right? Be safe. Now, again, I'm not pro or against vaccines and everything. That's for you to decide. But I do feel that they actually are working, all right? Now, there are some side effects out there. But again, I do feel that they are working, all right? Now, you still may test positive for it, like I said. But those who have tested positive have not gotten hospitalized. And I think there have only been a few, a couple of few deaths. And here's the thing. With the vaccine, the people who did die after they took, who, who there are people who did die after they took the vaccine and, and, and after they got infected with COVID. And that's because the vaccine didn't produce antibodies within their body. And why didn't it produce the antibodies? It's because in order for vaccines to work, you have to have some type of immune response. And uh, that's the thing. If you don't have a real strong immune response, you're not going to have strong antibodies. And that's the thing. So you may get a little sick. You may get, you know, you may not get any sick, but who knows? Okay. But again, it does work. So for me, the main thing is that, again, the main thing for me is that, you know, a successful wedding with a hundred people or whatever like that is a wedding where, you know, if COVID does enter this venue, if COVID does enter this venue right here, say, for example, if COVID did enter this wedding and we followed all of these rules, it would still spread, all right? Let's be very honest, it would, all right? Now, you have to make sure that those who, you know, again, who are there, they'll be okay. The majority of us will be okay. If you're young, your friends, your bridal party, they'll be okay. Those who are in, who, are, who are, have cancer, who have gone undergone chemotherapy, they won't be okay. Those with sickle cell anemia, they won't be okay, all right? Elderly people, they won't be okay. People who have asthma, and it's not, it's a certain type of asthma, by the way. It's exercise-induced asthma, not, not um, uh, what do they call that? Uh, uh, allergy-induced asthma. So I have, I have asthma, and it's allergy-induced. So I'm allergic to like things like, you know, certain cat fur and, 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 uh, and, uh, um, Sulfur. I'm really allergic to that. That's bad for me. All right. But when I exercise, when I exercise, I don't get asthma attacks. And for some reason, people with asthma, exercise-induced asthma, COVID really hits them really hard. All right. So again, be very careful. So that's the more important thing. Okay. So again, you have the permission to do your wedding, hundred people. But we just want to be safe because COVID-19 is real. It's not some type of conspiracy theory or anything like that. It's real. It's dangerous to some people. All right. So make sure if mom and dad or grandpa and all that, make sure they want to come here, make sure they're going to be safe. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's more important than following any of these rules because if we follow this to the T, it's still going to spread if someone there has COVID. All right. So my thing is that my recommendation is that every, everybody should take quercetin and zinc, quercetin and zinc before they go there. And uh, that really, really helps. And I'll tell you this one story before I uh, get out of here. So my grandmother has Alzheimer's, all right? And I told the story a long time ago, but I'm going to keep repeating this story. Um, so my, my grandmother has Alzheimer's and she, she requires round around the clock care. So my mom, my aunt's, they take care of her along with um, some caretakers who they actually pay for. So these caretakers who they actually pay for, um, they got COVID. And that woman there was a super spreader. She gave it to her children. She gave it to her aunt. She gave it to her husband. She was really contagious. And she was completely asymptomatic. Now, the people who she gave it to, they were also asymptomatic. They were completely healthy. 
Now she took care of my grandmother. So the contact tracers came over to my, um, to my grandmother and tested her for COVID. Well, the, negative. They tested her. They, were, they tested her and she was negative. And, and um, they tested her again. Negative again. Well, my aunt got tested. Negative. My mother got tested. Negative. The contact tracer was saying, this is very strange. Like, what's different? Well, I told him, well, everyone's on quercetin and zinc here. You know, technically, this super spreader should have given it to my mom. And then my mom saw me and my dad, right? And everyone else. And then I saw everyone else. We all should have just spread it all around. Nothing. Nothing happened. All right. So where did I get this quercetin zinc from? I actually got it from a, a closed Facebook group that are just filled with just uh, with a first uh, frontline doctors. And they recommended to me that they should actually get, you know, that I should put myself on quercetin zinc because that's what they put themselves on. And they themselves, to this day, in fact, have not gotten infected. So another few stories here is that my friend uh, got, to, got infected with COVID-19. Now, he said it was the worst thing that he ever got because what happened was that it made him have a, a coughing fit. Now, he coughed and he threw out his back. So every time he coughed, it felt like lightning was going through his back. It wasn't as though he was dying from not being able to breathe, but he was just coughing a lot and coughing was hell for him. But, but he got himself back on the quercetin zinc and within a week he was healthy. But what happened was that he was on quercetin before and then he stopped taking it for three weeks and that's when he got sick. But before then, he was completely healthy. Now, another story is that my friend, Pitmaster Keith, you know, he's been on my podcast a few times. He works over at the supermarket. He worked at the supermarket when COVID was at its highest here in Hawaii. And, you know, people there at the supermarket, they're just, you know, manhandling. You have all customers coming in with COVID. Well, he didn't get infected at all. And he knows for a fact that he, he was probably in contact with people with COVID. All right. So, again, he didn't get sick at all. None whatsoever. You know, I'm just saying, I have some evidence here. Now, you may want to take a look at that, quercetin zinc. And again, if you're vaccinated, I would say, hey, get yourself on that. Because again, it, it prevents you um, from being positive, right? Because you, you still want to get on that plane, right? Because even if you get the positive test and you're 100% healthy, they still won't let you get on that plane, right? Now, I do hear, I do, I do hear some echoes right now of these vaccine passports now, I don't agree with them at all because I feel it's kind of weird that to say if you got your, if you're double vaccinated or vaccinated, now they're saying you ha you're allowed to have all these freedoms. I think that's 100% unconstitutional. But I think, but again, with that being said, I, I, I'm, I'm not a politician. I have no control. And I think that's where we're headed down. So the NFL, they're planning to have, you know, again, 100% occupation attendance, whatever you want to call it. In their in their um, stadiums next year, I mean, this year, 2021. So same thing goes for college football. They're planning 100% attendance. This is where they see it going, and I see it going that way. But I think it's going. It's, I think there's going to be a catch 22 that you have to have some type of quote unquote vaccine passport, and to say that you are vaccinated. And I can kind of understand the theory behind that. Now, I have a feeling that's going to be applied to travel and also applied to weddings. So I think that, you know, it's going to be, say, you either get a negative test to hop on the plane or you have, or you have your vaccines. And I think you can have, an, have a wedding and you can not social distance if you are all vaccinated. And I hate to say that. I mean, again, I don't agree with it, but I have a feeling that's where we are headed. 
So I think by the time, you know, you folks out there who have your your big weddings or big gala weddings here in Hawaii, because I don't think you're planning it immediately, right? But I think even by the summer, I think that's where we may be actually headed. Okay, people, that's it for today. That's it for the podcast. Um, I really, again, want you to stay positive. The light is at the end of the tunnel. We're getting there closer than I thought we would ever be. Remember I, remember I told you that we would be able to do big weddings by summer? It's April. I was right. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Hey, I hope you like my podcast. If you do, don't forget you can subscribe to me on any of the podcast platforms out there. Just look for Barbecue 2 Movies. Thank you.